0: It's Danielle with No Ordinary Faith. As always, let me tell you how to reach me. Noordinaryfaith.com. Danielle at Noordinaryfaith.com. And that's it. (laughs) I don't think I need to leave the phone number. So, plus it's already out there. One thing, before I get started, I wanted to thank you all Thank those of you um, who send emails, just words of encouragement. Um, yes, Cash Apps. Yes, those who have subscribed and who continue to support this journey. Of course, nothing is ever um, cheap, and so just thank you for thinking of me. I really appreciate it. I'm really honored. And just grateful for what the Lord is doing right now, and so I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. I love you, and know that none of your um, your deeds uh, ever go unrewarded or unnoticed by the Lord God Himself. So, thank you all. I appreciate the um, most especially the words of encouragement. I really do appreciate that. Sometimes you put yourself out there, and you're not sure, you know, if you're making an effect or if anyone is hearing you, but I do know from the numbers that you guys are listening. And I also appreciate the feedback. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So today the Lord has put in my spirit to share, to talk about today's episode is cause and effect, sort of an if, if then kind of thing, if this, then that. And it most especially because the word is direct, the Lord is direct in what He tells us to do and in and, and what He gives us. And there are so many promises the Lord has given us. I mean, truly, He has so much in store for us. Yes, right here, right now, the Lord has given us so much. There's so much good stuff there's so much good stuff in this, in in today's podcast that we may have to do a part two. I'm not sure if I can finish this all in one setting. And if you have been following me, then you know that I don't like to go more than 20 minutes, um, much more than 20 minutes, just because I listen, I'm in adult training. And so I know, (laughs) I know that adults have short attention spans. So, um, Uh, Yeah, so definitely. So I I try not to do more than 20 minutes because, and as well as short attention spans, we also don't have a lot of time. So I try to keep that in mind and be respectful of your time. I definitely would not give you an hour to listen to. So I try to keep it um, truthfully under 20 minutes. So let's get right to it. But, But the Lord has, but the word is full of promises. The Lord has given us so much and And it's sort of, in so many things, promises, instructions, commands, it's, a lot of it is cause and effect. And it's so unfortunate that people think that we are, that this is a one, one one-sided relationship because we want the Lord to do all the giving. And sometimes we act like we, nothing should be required of us, especially those who are not all the way in the word. For those who are not very knowledgeable about it, same difference, I guess. But we sometimes expect the Lord God to to just give and give and give and nothing is in with, without anything in return. I mean, do you like to be in a relationship with people who offer you nothing? Can you imagine? I mean, that's such a one-sided relationship. And while he requires very little of us, very, very, very little he requires of us the biggest thing he requires is to believe. If we believe in our heart and confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, then we can be saved. I didn't mean to say that, but that's a promise right there. Um, So there's so little that that's what we need for eternal life, for salvation. If we would confess, if we would repent, if we would acknowledge him, that's all we need for salvation. We confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And everything else depends on your level, your relationship with the Lord, where you are, because if so many people don't know his promises, and it's unfortunate because if you don't know, now listen, of course, the Lord gives and gives and gives. He blesses us ridiculously. He gives us so much, including waking up every day, including every breath that we, you know, sometimes we take these things for granted, but... This is, it's huge. There's a grace before grace. I mean, we wake up without thinking about him. We wake up without honoring him, without acknowledging him. And he still allows us to wake up. He still allows us to go about our day. He still fills our bellies, provides that manna, provides the clothing, provides the things that we need. Um, to go about our day, the jobs, the shelter, the home, that, the shelter, the um, the the transportation, the reasonable portion of health and strength that we have. And so while it's true that he gives and gives and gives, there are some things for those who are trying to, who, who look seeking their purpose, for those who are looking for more for that higher level, for the next level with the Lord, then that's when you start getting into the promises. That's when you start getting into the, the instructions in the, in the commands. So again, I mean, I don't think any of you want to be in a relationship, a one-sided relationship with where you're doing all the giving and you're getting nothing in return. That makes no sense. You wouldn't like that. And so um, he makes it so easy for us. He gives us instructions and commands. He, you know, it, it, he makes it super easy to do all of these things. And so sometimes we have it backwards and we think that the Lord should do all of this, right? We think that he should do, okay. He should give, he's got, he should, he should, he should. But I mean, let's face it. It's, um, some of these, it, it, much of these promises rely on us doing something and again he's god he requires so little of us that it's just it's amazing and so call and listen cause it's a cause and effect thing and if then kind of thing um causality you you know causality is is influenced by which one event process a state or an object the cause contributes to the production of another event, process, state, or object, the effect, where the cause is partly responsible for the effect and the effect is dependent on the cause. In general, a process has many causes, which are also said to be causal factors, and all lie in the past. An effect can, in turn, be a cause of or causal factor for many other effects, which all lie in the future. And so again, so many promises are stated outright that if you do that, then this, and if you do that, then this will happen. And so you have the explicit promises, the instructions which tell you exactly what's going to happen or what you will get. And then you have those that are implied where the result or the reward is hinted at. And then you have those that are, listen, the Lord is our Abba, our father. Um, And we all, if you have any parents, you already know that because I said so is very much a credible response for a parent. You know, the ones like, listen, out of Luke six, listen to this. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. To him who strikes you on one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. Give to everyone who asks of you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. And if you do good to those who do good to you. What credit is that to you for even sinners do the same. And if you lend to those whom you hope to receive from whom you hope to receive back, what credit is that to you for even sinners lend to sinners to receive as much back, but love your enemies, do good and lend hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great. And you will be children of the most high for he is kind to the unthankful and evil therefore be merciful just as your father also is merciful. And, but this, and I, and this is definitely one of those, I told you so's, but listen, even this, I'm kidding, but this is definitely has a promise attached or is a cause and effect command, but it still sounds like that because I said so, even though, listen, even though he's God, he can do that. He can do whatever. And poor, he can do whatever. And poor Job found this out firsthand. I mean, the part about not understanding, and him not owing us any explanation at all. But with Job, I digress. That's not really related to this. But we have it so backwards. We think the Lord owes us something, and we have to do nothing in return. So, um I mean, we all know the story of Jonah. If he had done what the Lord had asked him to do, he would not have ended up in the belly of the fish. I mean, his, his instruction, his command was so important that... Oh. You know, because he had to go and deliver a word to get people saved. That the Lord had to take drastic measures in order to get his attention, in order to get him to comply. But because, listen, we won't always know or know why. We won't always understand why we have to do certain things and do it the way the Lord God asks us. But I mean, we don't always get to know the whys and the whens. Again, like Job, but think, but think about Naaman too. We think too highly of ourselves. All he, all Naaman had to do. Was comply was to follow the Lord the instructions of the Lord's prophet who said go wash go wash in the river, and Naaman's pride and ego didn't allow him to do that, and so he balked until he realized my healing is more important than my ego is more important than what I think should happen, um, and so, but we have to learn to trust God, but also to just follow his instructions. He's God, he's sovereign, he's majestic, he's all powerful, he's all seeing, he's all knowing, all power is in his hand. And so he tells us to do something and we have to get into the habit, to get into the posture of doing what it is he says. And you know, you have those promises that are, some of them that are very um self-focus here's one that says therefore whatever you want men to do to you do also to them but this is the law and the prophets um, that's in Matthew 7 12 and I think that that one forgive me I don't think I, I told you where I got the first the first scripture I went I, I um, covered Luke 6 27 through 36 that was Luke 6. this here is Matthew 712. Therefore, whatever men want to do to you do also to them. And this now see, I included this because as I get older, my patience is trying to wear a little bit thin. Um Hey, I can tell you that everybody who knows me knows I, I have plenty of patience. I I bend over backward to give people the benefit of the doubt, but some folks really want to try you. In today's climate, adults should know good and well how to treat each other respectfully. Now you know, so therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets, out of Matthew seven twelve. Now, do do unto others as you want others to do unto you. Why, why? You're an adult. Nobody should have to tell you how to treat somebody res- or to treat someone respectfully or how to do it. Respect is respect. You have to, you want respect, you have to give it. Um, Again, you know, of course, everybody knows the golden rule. Um, I haven't struggled with this yet, but I, but I'm hoping I won't, you know, that people are, are, again, I've, I've been kind to people who are disrespectful and who are arrogant and who are rude, you know, And I'm claiming right now that I will not struggle with this. I will continue to be so. And I hope that I will will always be caught on a good day. So, um, but if people would be both human and kind, I don't think that's asking too much. But anyway, the promises. I mean, you have promises like seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, and I'll add the rest. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about its own things sufficient for the day is its own troubles. That's Matthew 633. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. What things? We love to say the scripture. What things? He said in the previous verses, the Lord Jesus was talking about um, you're not having to worry about what you eat and what you wear about how the Lord clothes and dresses the lilies of the field, Um, how he provides for all of his creation. And so seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. But here's the thing. Some people find this scripture difficult to follow, but... If you're earnestly seeking the Lord, if you're earnestly in the word, it's super easy because the more you're in the word, the more you fall in love with the Lord and you then want to follow his precepts and command. You then want to be in the word. You just want to be, you want to sit at the feet of Jesus. If you're in the word, you want more of it. You want more of it. And the more you get, the more you want to do. The more you get, the more you want. I mean, seriously, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You can feast. The more you feast, the more you can gorge yourself on this. You can gorge yourself on this. Um, There's, but what does it say? This is Romans 10. But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach that if you confess with your mouth, the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, it's what I said earlier, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For the Scripture says, "Whoever believes on Him will not be put to shame." For there is no distinction between Jew and Greek; for all, for the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon Him. If all who call upon Him, the Lord is rich to. That's that. I mean, that it's cause and effect. If you do this, and I'll do that. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is Romans 10, 8 through 13. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. It's implied, if you call on the name of the Lord, you will be saved. The, the if then, but it's definitely explicit. If you call on the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. James 5, 13 through 15 says, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him or her, anointing her in the name with oil in the name of the Lord, and the prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise her up, and if she has committed sins, she will be forgiven. This is James chapter five. James um, chapter five also says, and, and it continues Confess your transpasses, what your transgressions, your trespasses to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. The effective, effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avail much. Women, men, people, this is for us. You get much, but only if you pray. Look at how much you get avails much only if you pray. Do you see that? It is so simple. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. That's Proverbs uh, Proverbs 22, Proverbs 22, 6. Train up a child in the way she should go. And when she is old, she will not depart from it. Hallelujah, somebody. Because if you bring up a child in the church, that teaching will always say, because you're putting it inside. If you're hiding the word, you're hiding the word in their little hearts. And they will always be able to bring it forth. Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will not. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. For everyone who asks receive, and she who seeks finds, and to him who knocks, it will be open. That's Matthew 7, such, uh, verses 7 and 8. So ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be open to you. I mean, if you ask, you'll receive. If you seek, you will find. If you knock, it will be open. It's that simple. It's that simple. Also, I say to you, what, whoever confesses me before men, him, the son of man, will also confess before the angels. Jesus says, says this, but he who denies me before men will be denied before the angels of God. And anyone who speaks a word against the son of man, it will be given him. But to him who blasphemes against the Holy Spirit, it will not be forgiven. There are so many promises in the Old Testament, and especially the book of Deuteronomy. Yes, we all, of course, live by the New Testament. Christ came and fulfilled the law, but the promises are still promises, are still promises. and the word is so rich, it's so amazing. You can't walk the Old Testament without having a foot in the New Testament, and, and you can't walk the New Testament without having a foot in the Old Testament. The Lord is amazing that way, hallelujah. Do not be seed. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that she will also reap for she who sows the flesh will reap. Uh, will of the flesh reap corruption, but they who sow the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season season. We shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, we have as we have opportunity. Let us do good, especially to those who are of the household of faith. But we get we reap what we sow. We reap what we sow. I mean, that's that it's self explanatory. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed. That was Galatians. I'm sorry, Galatians uh, 6. Here, Romans 12 two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is a good and acceptable and a perfect will of God. Listen, some commands have, um, as I said, an implied promise here. If I renew my mind, if I change how I think that I can be transformed and not conform to the ways of the world. And in doing so, I can know God's pleasing and his perfect will for my life. If your enemy is hungry, give him bread to eat. And if he's thirsty, give him water to drink. For, doing so, for so you will heap coals of fire on his head and the Lord will reward you. Proverbs, that's Proverbs 25. Sometimes I hate to share that scripture because, because sometimes people always want to quote this really as a way of elevating themselves and condemning somebody else. but. But it is a promise. Um, I pray that we focus more on the doing good to ugly evil people part of it and then let the Lord worry about the re- about the rest. Vengeance is his. right? So we should always do good and walk away and let the Lord handle the rest. To those who are being evil and ugly. Let the Lord handle the rest. And this is perfect because this because of this promise, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the servant. This is that's Isaiah. That's Isaiah 54. So because remember, they can't hurt you anyway, those who are evil and ugly. They can't hurt you anyway, so do good. Let the Lord handle their Their, their evil can't prosper against you. Let the Lord handle it. You know, let the Lord handle it. This one, if you honor your mother and your father, This is the first commandment with the promise, honor your mother and your father. If you honor your father and your mother, things will go well and you will have a long life on earth. That's Ephesians 6. He didn't honor, he didn't say, listen, he didn't say honor them if they're perfect. He didn't say honor them only if they're perfect. He says honor them, honor them. You don't have to even say you have to move them in. He didn't say you have to, you have to, you know, take care of them every single day of your life. And some of us may, but honor them it honor them respect them help them you know that's not too much to ask that you know that's not too much to ask but but so i just wanted to touch on some of the promises that the lord has has given us and and a lot of them are cause and effect which is only right i mean if you keep giving and giving and giving you then you we wouldn't appreciate it if he just gave and gave and not required anything of us we'd be idiots we're halfway there now because Because we, because he requires so little of us and we can then become arrogant and we can become, you know, um, lazy and insolent and, and just outrageous, you know, we can be sinful and, and just not walking in the ways of the Lord. So, of course, some promises, um, some of this is cause and effect and some promises have a, requirement attached. We have to do things. We can't, you know, the Lord requires things of us. And I know that some, there are some people who, well, the Lord wants you to do well. The Lord requires all of this and this, and the other, yeah, he's got, he can want, he can do, he can do it just because he says so, but he makes it so easy for us. He makes it so easy. He gives us explicit commands and all we have to do is follow them. Deuteronomy is filled with promises of if we would just obey, if we would just obey, then we can. it can go well with us. It can go well with us if we would just obey. So many more things can go well for us if we would just obey. And I just want to get us into the mindset, into the habit of doing that, of expecting, of raising our standards of ourselves, raising our own standards for our own behavior and our own actions. Listen, the Lord loves us no matter what. He forgives us no matter what. He blesses us no matter what. We are blessed beyond measure, people. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. And I know you are because you're listening to this. I know you are because you're breathing today. God bless you. Just wanted to share that. Amen. Amen. Noordinaryfaith.com. Reach me at Danielle at Noordinaryfaith.com. Danielle at Noordinaryfaith.com. I know somebody told me to put my cash app out there. Listen, if somebody wants it, they can email me for that information. Danielle at noordinaryfaith.com or find me noordinaryfaith.com. Be blessed, guys.